Hello and welcome to this week's edition of This Club Is My Club, right here on a Monday night on North Manchester 106.6 FM and across the world on the FC United podcast channel. I'm your host Cockers and coming up on this week's show, we'll be bringing you all the reactions to the Bank Holiday Monday fixture between FC United and Radcliffe. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start this week's news in winning ways as FC United's women's team kicked off their league season on Wednesday evening with an impressive 4-0 victory over Kers and Ashton at Broadhurst Park. Play continues, here's Reeves now. Reeves over on the far side. Crosses this ball into the box, there's Hayes. Headed clear on his far as Chambers. Chambers looking for goal. Oh, yes. Well, there we go. Kirsty Chambers there opening the scoring here at uh, Broadhurst Park for the brand new season and it was Kirsty Chambers Espol. Yeah, uh, it was a great shot with pace and dip this time and uh, eluded the, the keeper's hands and just dipped under the bar. Terrific strike from distance. To Mava, Mava keeps the ball in play. Mava forwards to Flanagan. Flanagan now inside Curzon Sarf over on the right hand touchline. Flanagan. Keeps the ball, infield to Rigby, Rigby, lining up a shot here, Rigby has a dig at goal, just wide, and I think the goal, it's a corner. I think uh, Brett got hands to that one to tip it wide of the post, Mamba, Mamba plays the ball back to Donald, and uh, here's Birdswistle now, Birdswistle back to Patient, Patient to Rigby, Rigby, Nice ball to Reeves. Reeves forward to Hayes. Hayes inside the centre circle could turn. And here's Kelly. Kelly's onside. Straight through the middle. Kelly has a dig. Goalkeeper gets her hands on it. But not enough. And FC United double their lead. Great set of passes through the middle there. Kelly beating the offside trap. And a good early shot as well, which Brett had no chance for, in all fairness. 2 0 the score. Infield to Reeves. It's just beyond Reeves. But I think Patient is going to get to the ball. Patient does. Patient can move forward here. There's loads of. Green space to move into. Finds Dixon. Dixon now from the right. Crosses that ball in towards the back post. There's Kelly. Good oh. save by the goalkeeper. Megan Bretts and the score remains 2-0. Well, it's uh, with Curzon on the halfway line. Reeves is there. Reeves' challenge hits Mather. Mather <laughs> was in the way again there. And uh, Rigby gets the ball to Flanagan. Flanagan. Good ball there to find Dixon who's onside. Dixon, goalkeeper's out. Over the top and into the net. Dixon makes it 3-0 right on half-time here at Broaders Park and a fine 45 minutes, Paul. I think the danger is for Curzon is they've got so many players to watch, it's hard to keep up with them all because everyone suddenly makes three players there made runs and they just couldn't keep up with all of them. Goal kick taken quickly by Curzon. Brett plays it out there to Chan. Chan is challenged. Here's Olivia Smith. 4-0 to SC United. Good tenacity there from Olivia Smith, the substitute. It broke through in the penalty area, and as soon as that happened, there was no doubt where the ball was heading. 4-0, 76 minutes played. But full time here at Broadhurst Park in FC United's opening game of the league season in the Premier Division of the Northwest Women's Regional League. A good performance from FC United to kick the league season off. Uh, next up for the Reds will be an away trip to Merseyside to take on Mosley Hill next Wednesday uh, but uh, from Broadhurst Park three points James big thank you for joining us um, you've got to be happy with that haven't you yeah do you know what um, in terms of the performance 
I feel like we could have done better. Like I'm getting a bit of a bit of a perfectionist now. Like, and the girls are sitting and they, they feel like we didn't get our third gear. But I think it says a lot about where we've come to now. But for us to put on a performance and win, we set a target of scoring four goals, clean sheet, uh, not conceding. We need to, I need to speak to Stato Paul here, but not conceding four shots on target. So hopefully, hopefully we fit that. Uh, we two. Two, brilliant. So that's that's the targets we set tonight, yeah. And for us, we've got everyone minutes. The, the team feels good. It's a, it's a workmanlike performance. We get those points. We move on. We go on to the next one now. That's what it's going to be a long season, but we need to keep chalking up these wins. Absolutely. Um, we've given play the match to Chelsea Flanagan, yeah. it, but it was tough. <laughs> I mean, Chris Chambers took a free kick down here, and then I literally looked down at my team sheet and looked up, and she's over by the TV gantry putting a tackle in. Yeah. Um, so she's had a good game. But they all have. Yeah. Dixon, um, the whole bat line, mm-hmm. uh, they kept a clean sheet. You know, Donald's had to yeah. you know, make some uh, saves during the game. You must be delighted with the general vibe of, of what we've seen. Oh. And the other thing is as well, there's an argument for some substitutes to be involved in our, in our player of the match discussions tonight. Yeah. I, I think, for me personally, I thought, I think Kerry, when she came on, Kerry Ogden were brilliant. I think Liv Smith were chasing down loose balls. The first one, two minutes before, before she got a goal, she chased down a loose ball to corner flag. She turned it over, won something, and then a couple of minutes later, she turns it over in the box and wins something. It's, that's what you want from your nines. Like you want people who are chasing down things that are lost causes and, and seeing opportunity in there. So I think the subs made a massive difference, and the girls have bought into it this year. They know that to win on all fronts that we want to win, we want to win these cups and, and, and push on in the FA Cup and... and really go forward this year we need to have a squad the squad that everyone competes in some weeks people might even miss out but they understand that this is what we've got to do if we want to go and win trophies and just to say you could look at this result on on full time or the or the, the website and uh, go oh fc united uh, you know one four nil person are a good team listen they, no, they're a good team listen they they, they, they were well organized the first half uh, we made an adjustment i thought rigby were good but what, what we did was we we realized that their number seven was was running the show a little bit when they got the ball so we made adjustments in the second half we put Kerry ogden and we told some man mark the seven and the seven didn't really have a touch of the ball after it and i think we we nullified their game plan um but they're a good team they, listen they went and beat crew last week three nil i was looking at crew as one of the teams who were going to be challenging for the league this year so this league, if you look at it last year, all teams take points off each other and, and we'll be no different. We just need to make sure we do our job. Mozzie Hill next, yes. away from home. Um, so, weird kickoff time. Is that going to be a problem? Because obviously the squad's got, I've got day jobs. It's, uh, it's a long way it, to it's travel. A, it's so. a weird one from the league. Um, it, I think it's to do with they've not got no floodlights um, and the, the time of when the sun's setting. But if you looked at it tonight, it was dark at. I, I, we, we probably need to look at that but listen if we, we've got a big enough squad now we could go there if people miss out we've got ready and available people it's not like it was last year where the, it, we had a good start in 11 and once that we went into the ranks then we, we really struggled now we look at the bench and I'm thinking I can tactically make changes now I can look at it and go alright we've got good options I mean what's your thoughts on, on the selection headaches you've got because you know <laughs> you, you, me and you were looking at my team stats now I'm, I'm seeing the, the, the starting 11 we've seen the substitutions that were made it's a hell of a squad it yeah, really I, is I, you can't, you've not, I've not even announced them yet but there's two girls now on the field you can see over there two two new signings who, who we've brought down tonight who we're going to be releasing um, set a new centre half to give us cover there and, and a new midfielder um, we've got we've got strength in depth and the way I see it is we need to have 
subs on the bench who are good enough to start. That's how it needs to be. It can't be just people who can come in and we, they're just making up the numbers. We need people fighting to get in the 16, not just the 11. Keeping them happy is going to be a big problem, isn't it? Yeah. I know you can rotate and there's lots of games to come. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be a real test. Yeah. I, I, what I've said to the girls is I'd rather have the headache of upsetting a few people on match day or when the squad goes out than have the headache of having 10 people available for a Sunday match and I think the girls knew last year that a lot of the older heads realised that we had a tight squad last year and, and it didn't quite work it didn't quite work we had a few injuries and people who didn't have good availability and it killed us like it really did kill us with our availability now Listen, we, we will get injuries this year. We will get people who are unavailable for whatever reason. We've got good people to come in. And, and as listen, as long as they buy into what we're doing and we're winning games, I think I can I can keep living to fight another day. And uh, what's your thoughts on, on, on Mosley Hill next week, the, the challenge? It's early days. You, you... Yeah, to be fair, I'm not even going to lie. I've not seen much of them in, in the down season or anything like that. But they've always been a good side. It's always a challenging pitch there as well on that hill. Windy, on it's, it's not a great pitch. So we know what the challenge is going to be. We're not overlooking any team in this league. We don't look at any team and think, oh, this is a certain three points. Every single game is a cup final. And a cup final that we need to go out and win. Uh, but good start to the season and also a good start off the pitch 123 of a midweek game that's pretty good isn't it positive, really? yeah, positive. we need to get it up 2, 3, 400 we need to get it up well James big congratulations again uh, brilliant stuff that uh, to kick the season Cheers. off and uh, catch up again soon Cheers. women's team manager James Mulverhill there speaking on Wednesday to the men's team now and following a 0-0 draw on Tuesday evening with Nantwich Town Neil Reynolds bolstered the squad with the signing of winger Callum Gribbin and Tim caught up with Callum at training on Thursday welcome to FC um, you join us from Radcliffe um, can you talk us a little bit through your playing career so far um, I think obviously I started off at United um, you know, going through all the age groups and stuff um, and then I've been to a few different clubs to be fair, Sheffield United and Barrow and obviously last season at Radcliffe OK, and when you were at Barrow you actually played here at Borders Park, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it was a pre-season friendly um, uh, I really enjoyed it and um, yeah OK, and uh, obviously last time you played FC it was actually in the uh, somewhat infamous uh, New Year's Day game uh, earlier this season or yeah. earlier this calendar year uh, you scored the opener for Radcliffe, didn't you? Yeah, to get us back in the game, yeah. Yeah, do you remember much of the game? Yeah, of course. Obviously, I was, I was on the bench at the start, and then obviously I come on, we was 2-0 down, I think, and then obviously I got the goal back. And uh, Yeah, I think we was winning 3-2 at one point, and then obviously you got the last goal to, to make it a draw. Yeah, I mean, on that day, basically, you were sort of like you were coming, you were fairly central when you got the ball uh, yeah. and ran into the box and scored. Um, you're a right winger by trade. Do you like to get go wide? Do you like to track in? What, how do you play normally? I just think I just want to create and make things happen. You know, I think you know I want to be effective at the top end of the pitch. Um, you know, and just get on the ball and make things happen. Really. Okay, and now you're here at Broadhurst Park as an FC player. Um, what attracted you? I think obviously speaking to the manager, um, I'll positively spoke about what, what's going on here and you know the fans as well. That was a big selling point. But I just think overall, after speaking to the manager and the way he wanted to play, just suited me down to a T, really. New winger Callum Gribben there speaking ahead of the game with Bamba Bridge. And it's to that game that we turn to now, and on Saturday afternoon, FC travelled to Lancashire to take on Bamba Bridge. And despite a good start for the Reds, the home side soon took the upper hand to take all three points. Here comes Clive Smith now. Smith plays it back to Gribbons. Cuts inside, plays it to Ennis. Ennis back to Gribben. Gribbon does really well. Can he get a shot away? He should have a decent effort there. Oh, he's underside of the crossbar now. That was a wonderful, wonderful effort there. Gribbons was absolutely so unlucky. What a debut goal that would have been. 
corner taken towards the back post it goes free header there an opportunity and uh, it was from some distance there from uh, Isaac Sinclair but equally he was just left to run on his own and just enjoy the benefits but they give the ball away now Linney it's Linney versus the goalkeeper but he's got 30 yards to go Linney now against the keeper can he go past him yes he can can he put it in the back of the net of course he can because something like that is very very simple when such a a woeful mistake is made and Regan Linney there with his first real opportunity he's gone around the goalkeeper I thought at one stage there that A the ball was getting stuck in it under his feet and secondly was he going to let the goalkeeper bring him down and after six and a half hours we have scored at Iron Gate opportunity now for the home team it's with Aaron Skinner Skinner plays the ball inside on the edge of the area there with Pond first time shot comes in oh and a great goal and a great finish you've got to say that was uh, a well-worked goal, and uh, FC United of Manchester, well, there's not a lot that they could do there. It was uh, Aaron Skinner there with a lovely, lovely touch and finish, and uh, across goes uh, Lavacum, and he gets a little bit of a, his fingertip to it, but uh, a well-worked goal there, Paul. Yeah, I, I just wonder whether we could have got tighter on them and closed him down, but, you know, he played the ball in and got the return, and uh, he had the finish to beat Lavacum. And uh, FC United just can't get this ball back. That's a good touch and turn, a bit of quality there from uh, Selden Green. Should be 2-1, it is 2-1, and it's uh, Sinclair Smith there. And FC United, as I say, just have not been at the races in the second half. It is, it is a, a different team, uh, lethargic, no great quality, not pressing the ball there. Good play, you've got to say, though, from uh, uh, Sheldon Green there. He did really well, played the ball out, and there's Finley Smith to... Uh, well, smashed the ball into the back of the net and FC United go from 1-0 up to 2-1 down here. Excellent first half. I had a game plan. thought we were brilliant. Callum, great debut. It's the bar. No chances. Regan then reads the back pass off Bondi. Goal 1-0 up. Uh, and that's where it changed for me. I think we changed. I don't think we got on the front foot after the goal. Finn should score at the back post from a header. They don't. We're getting it at half-time. We, we, we address it. We talk about something. And then I leave the dressing room seven or eight minutes later and... Uh, one of the players puts his arm around me about 10 minutes ago and said, when you've gone out, a couple of players were like saying, it's comfortable this, it's, you know, it's a bit like Belper and you can never be comfortable in a football game, you can't be comfortable in life. You know? And if people have shown that they're comfortable and they drops off second half to a six out of, or four out of ten, then there's something sadly wrong because you can't be comfortable. And, and unfortunately, that's, that's players. I've just said to the radio now, you know, at times a manager will take the, the flack and sometimes I'll get it wrong. Coaches have to know, I don't get it, the players have got it wrong second half to him you know, 100%, and they know that. You know that, you can speak to any of them, they know that. They haven't performed, you probably heard me in the dressing room then. That's, that's a spineless second-half performance, but, you know, we, we've got to be better. We've shown we can be against, you know, Belpers and Whitby's and, and Nantwich uh, in a draw. Today's second half was was as bad as it gets for me. You know, it's worse than Atherton, that. That was, you know, it, that was a that was a sad. We just rolled over, rolled over, and Pond caused problems up the top end of the pitch. Uh, and we didn't, we didn't deal with it. You know, there's probably only Regan Lenny showed me any hunger and any desire, uh, what I would call a bit old school, you know, having a pop, trying to get people going. Didn't have that. We lacked leadership qualities today, which is, uh, which is sad. OK, well, I mean, obviously we've got 48 hours to turn it around um, against Radcliffe, so in a, in a way it's less wait, time to wait for that. Um, get a reaction? Yeah, I hope so. You know, we, we can't do anything about the fact that Vincent, Wollerton, Donahue, Griffiths are all out, all big, big, big players. Uh, but hopefully we get a reaction. You know, the lads deserve to give something back to the club here. Uh, the, the older club, big style, and, and the fans after that second half performance. So let's see if they can react. Let's see if the mentality's strong enough uh, 
for them to react because all I'll be doing over the weekend is preparing for Monday. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there speaking following that 2-1 defeat at Bamber Bridge on Saturday. So FC United were looking to get back to winning ways on Bank Holiday Monday as the club welcomed Radcliffe to Broadhurst Park. And to find out now if FC could bounce back in North Manchester, let's hand over to the FC Live team shortly before kick-off. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com, and you love the people, the armchair armour, and you join us there on the march. On the march, on the march to the SMRE, where apparently the pies are a lot nicer. And I'm here with Woodsell. Well, we're here today for, anyway. for pies and uh, FC United against Radcliffe. We have to start this talking about Saturday's match at yeah. Bamber Bridge. We were quite, quite. We saw a very good first half. We were expecting it to be like Belper, like yeah, Whitby, yeah, 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 yeah. where it was just you know getting getting the job done, a professional performance on the road. Little did we know how how badly the wheels would come off. In the second half, and, um, and they did. They, 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 they came off, went down the high street, and they'll never be seen again. Yeah, it was very bizarre. I don't think we strung, 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 strung three passes together. I, I can't really make a case for anything, to be honest with you. I don't think we had a chance. There was only one talking point, and that's a pond kicking out. And that, I saw and that, it. I, yeah, everyone saw it, but I don't think it would have changed much, to be honest. Probably not. But no. um, it was like... Um, we were being schooled by a 37 year old essentially because Pond went well, off the thing is, front they, and, and had a well, cracking well, game. What did, they, what did they do last season then, that, in the 0 yeah. game? They did exactly yeah. the same. They yeah. put him up front last year. It didn't work last year for them, but they were happy with the draw for some reason. So, how do we bounce back today? We've this got is to win the game. Yeah. I mean, however, however we do it, we need to win, win the game. But people, I don't, I've just got a horrible feeling that people, three points might not quite be enough. I think it's a performance and that they're ominously won on, on Saturday, which. And you know, the, 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 well, Radcliffe, they, they Radcliffe, make it awkward for us, don't they? Radcliffe under Bobby Grant is um, Bobby Grant's a cracking striker at this level, anyway. And you know, he's he's turned this into a good team here at Radcliffe. But we saw last year, we can't have a second half like we had on Saturday because no. Radcliffe, that away game where it finished free all, it was a right roller coaster well, affair. We were in control it? of that one, yeah. weren't we? Yeah. Uh, and we looked. I mean, you know, I, I do think on Saturday. Let's just jump quickly, just to make that. It makes the point. I think if we'd have gone in two 0 if that shot had not hit the crossbar, I think we would, we would have won the game on Saturday. I think that would have changed the game. But we need to start well here today, and like you say, that that one again, we were three one up. I'm fairly coasted it really. Yeah. Yeah. There was a couple of controversial goals that we conceded. You know, there was. You know, I still got that that long ball from Belford what went into our box. I think in an own goal. I mean, it, it was taken twenty yards from where it should have been inside the foot, which changes let the it angle. Go, let no, it go. Let it go. I'm just saying, no, you know, so yeah, there's yeah, always yeah, circumstances. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It was they three 0 pro- They probably would have scored a different way. Well, they probably would have scored a different <laughs> way. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Absolutely right. Um, you know, but I, I th- we thought we were comfortable then, and we were, and it all went a bit wrong. So we need to start quickly today. I think. I'm, I'm, and the worry is the home game so far. The two home games we've had. Organised teams coming, yeah, and we can't break them. Yeah, you know, we struggle to break down Everton, struggle to break down Nantwich. We played okay against Nantwich, I thought we weren't brilliant. We played okay, but we didn't really break either side though, and that's the big problem. Do we need to change it then? So, you read the forum as well as I do. You read Twitter and stuff. People going on about Plan Bs and all this. Do do we need to be a bit? I don't think he's up to it. No, but do 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 we need to uh, be a bit more? Cuter kind of thing, well, a bit more. Well, yeah. That's the word of the season so far. I, I, I think we've used that at every game so far. We do. We just need to. I'm not going to stand by what I said on Saturday and what I've said at other games. If we just get the ball on the deck, we play round team and play football, we will beat 85, if not 90, percent of teams in this league. Yeah. If we resort to pondering with it, thinking about it, not moving it quick enough, not getting it forward quick enough, 
not playing round teams, trying to play through teams, that's where we struggle, and that's where we are struggling. We're not, we're, we're trying to play through teams, and it's not, it's not, it's just not working for us, unfortunately. But you know, it, it, we're five games in. It's, it's, it's fair. It's very early. I, I still think this is one of the best starts we've ever had, actually. It probably, it probably <laughs> is in terms of points. You know, I mean, if we'd have, if we'd have won. If we got a draw on Saturday, just for argument's sake, and one here today, I mean, even if we win today, we end August on yeah. double points, which you know, double figure point, which is not, you know, it's, unheard of. It's not bad. You know, and we've lost two games. The, the frustrating thing, arguably, is we should the two games we've lost. We probably should have won them both. On paper, we win them both. Well, fingers crossed, we win today. Uh, but I'm, I'm not going to keep you any longer. I started this talking about uh, the, the queue for the pies, now, yeah. and I think that there's a queue for oh, outside the door. Now, so, would so big thank you no for joining us, and later, uh, let's hand over now to the gaffer, Neil Reynolds. Well, Neil, a big thank you for joining us uh, pre-match. Um, obviously, we've, we've heard your post-match reaction after Bamber Bridge uh, on Saturday. I suppose the obvious question is, uh, you have to have a reaction this afternoon. Yeah, stand by everything I said. You know, we, we got it wrong second half. You know, they've, they've got to look at themselves. I've had that many uh, texts of apology. I've had that many phone calls of apology. And at times, you know, people might not like you know me calling people out. I very rarely do it, so when I do it, there's, there's a there's a case. And second half, the players didn't step up and we and we got we got beat by a by a better side second off not first off first off we were excellent uh, like you said we were second at one point we should be second now going into this today's game but we're not you know we've got to pick ourselves up and hopefully you know give a reaction against a really uh, talented good strong Radcliffe side I thought on, on Saturday one, one of the things that we were missing obviously was that kind of spark in the second half that someone like a Michael Donoghue can bring you and a bit of expertise in midfield that someone like a Vincent could bring you so that's my next question How, how's that looking for this afternoon? It, it's really hard when you, when you sign you know the likes of Vincent Woolerton you know then you've got Griffiths then you've got Donoghue and they're not available that's four players that start in our first 11 all the time so that's why we've signed them that's why we've kept them they are some of the best players in the league, but we can't get them out at the minute. Wollerton's back on the bench today, good. which is a good uh, good plus. Vincent is targeting the South Shields game. Donahue should hopefully be right for the FA Cup game. And obviously Griffiths has got two more games suspension, so you know Griff will also be back uh, in contention for the uh, either the replay uh, or the or the South Shields game. Um, so with that regard. Obviously, we've not got that experience to fall back upon for the second half today. And we saw how good Radcliffe were at digging deep and getting themselves back into a game last season. So, we've got to be a bit more on it, haven't we, this time round? We're going to make a raft of changes today. We're going to make change our shape as well. Uh, probably three centre-halves. We'll bring Palinkas in alongside Halls uh, and Jones. Then we'll have, uh, in the wing-back areas, we'll have Clive Smith and Guy Hall. And then we're going to go Chris Taylor, uh, Murray, trying to do a man-marking job on Nicky Adams. And then free up Gribbin in behind Jack, Anderton and Regan. Go with two forwards and see if we can run in behind them. Uh, we've got to do, we've got to keep it fresh. You know, we're struggling for numbers at the minute and the same lads just can't take it to the field. So, you know, lads are good enough. You know, will they bounce back? There's four changes from the side uh, Saturday. You know, and the lads are just going to have to accept that. Uh, we weren't good enough and hopefully we put it right today. So uh, one of the questions Swampy asked uh, was just about how you turn it around in such a short space of time and you've already mentioned you've had text messaging conversations I mean how, how how intense has it been over the last 48 hours just to pick everyone back up again yeah, really intense and also been on the phone you know trying to get a couple of transfers done as well it's non-stop you know people enjoy the bank holidays I was fully at it all day yesterday and this morning as well but it, it is it's hard you know they've, they've, it's football you know it's a roller coaster. you've got the ups and you've got the downs and you know we had ups for three games where we took seven points and we had a massive down Saturday got a chance to put it right today they'll be tired legs for both sides you know they both played less than 48 hours ago so should, should be a good game should be a really good game we, we've done our bit but it's now over to them lads you know that I've said 
you know, I, I didn't stop working Saturday. I haven't stopped working ever since. You know, so, sometimes you cross that white line, and it's got to be, it's got to be on the players. And I listen to, you know, the likes of Gary Neville talk about it and Carragher. You know, at times that the players have got to step up, and they do. They owe, they owe themselves a performance today, and we won't change the way we prepare things. You know, this isn't a squad that aren't listening. They are listening. They're a great group. They just got it wrong Saturday, and they and they got told, and you know, they know they got it wrong. So let's let's hopefully we can bounce back today. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to SC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Armin. It's Bank Holiday Monday, and you join us here back at Broaders Park for this afternoon's game back in the Northern Premier League as FC United hosts Radcliffe in the league. And uh, joining me for this little pre-match chat, Swampe and Stato Paul. Hello. Good afternoon. We have to start this commentary talking about Saturday. No, we and, don't. And the second half, we need a response, don't we, this afternoon? Well, well, of course we need a response. I mean, it was it was a woeful performance second half, no question about it. Uh, um, I think today's game is going to be very, very different, regardless of the of the results. There will be effort, there will be a bit of quality and um, passion in the performance. Uh, the one thing you've got to remember at uh, Bamba is uh, it's a very, very small pitch. You turn a defensive clearance and it's an attack within a matter of a second uh, here at Broaders Park big expansive football ground get the ball out wide what I'd like to see is uh, us use the ball a lot better than we have done in previous games here at home uh, get the ball out wide work the channels and put their goalkeeper uh, under pressure because the one thing we've been lacked is shots on target or even shots off target um, so yeah I think I think already even without even the game starting it's going to be a better performance certainly second half compared to the second half of uh, the game on Saturday. And just how bad was it stat-wise, Paul, on, on Saturday, that second half? Because, you know, we could be accused of being, you know, over-egging it kind of thing, but it really was just chalk and cheese, wasn't it? That first half was, was what we've seen at Belper and Whitby. You know, you know good you, away performances. And the second half, they just didn't turn up. You know, you watch a game and, and you get an impression of it and then you look at the stats and you think, this doesn't quite fit. Believe it or not, we had more possession in the second half than we did in the first. That was a, sta- a, a sta- staggering did you press statistic. The wrong, did you press the wrong button or something? No. And the other thing was... How's that possible? We never other, touched the ball. The, well, we did, but we just didn't do anything with it. And the other interesting stat, if you can call it interesting, Bamber Bridge dominated that second half, no doubt about it. Shots on target for the whole game, two apiece. Mm. So they scored from both shots on target. I mean, the one thing we can say is certainly from... Uh, their perspective, the goals they, they scored were both good quality finishes. Should have been closed down uh, beforehand, but you've got to say there's nothing the goalkeeper could do, Lovacom, uh, with either of the uh, the attempts. And uh, four shots in a game of football doesn't necessarily. I mean, you got three stars in in the paper, and also why does why the week in week out get the wrong man of the match? Two wrong man of the matches, wasn't it? Because yeah. the corporates gave it to their number 16. Who came on as a sub. And the non-league paper gave it to Finlay Sinclair-Smith, when we all know his Nathan Pondy was man of the match. Yeah, because a man yeah. who changes the game completely without fans. having to do a great fans. deal um, um, is, well, shows you the, the anyway, quality of the player. We've dwelled enough on Bamber Bridge. That's part well, of it. Put it and, and put it away. And talk about Radcliffe today. Because last year, the away game, that was pretty much what we've seen it was a very bad second half where yeah. we allowed Radcliffe back into the game yeah, we can't, can't really do that today and Callum Grebin was, was one of the architects of that draw he, he scored their first goal and it ended up three apiece in a match that should have been home and hosed a win today Paul and we're into double figures which we didn't we haven't done for a while in August we've only ever done it once in our history and that was 2006-07 <laughs> believe it or not 
So, with that regard, it's all right. Listen, look, <laughs> right. we're a semi-professional football team, better than a new team with new players, four or five of which have been that would be normally starting have been injured. I spoke to Rick Smith, who's who's the centre half for uh, uh, for Radcliffe, and he said the same. So we, you know, we're all bedding in, we're all learning to play with each other and work hard, and we've got injuries and so on and so forth. We're five games in. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. But get, what, get your head. Yeah. No, I'm going to leave it okay. there. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just started, I started talking to Roy Keane. There's nothing about Roy Keane right there. It's now time for team news. So I've got three team sheets, and that's brilliant because normally, I mean, well, this, fax, this fax machine, I mean, normally, it's, <laughs> they're all different. It's carrier pigeon normally, but now but I said to Neil in, his, in the pre-match interview, I think what we what we can say about Saturday was in the second half we were missing the dynamism of, of Donahue and the experience of Griffiths were we? and, and Vincent in yeah, midfield uh, and that's the same for today as well uh, Donahue is unavailable Vincent is unavailable obviously Luke Griffiths is still serving his suspension but encouragingly so what, was rele- what was the relevance of but reiterating exactly what we knew from Saturday that was going to happen today it's purely for the podcast oh um, I see and, uh, <laughs> uh, but encouragingly Swampert Alex Wallerton is on the bench uh, so he's coming back um, but that is the caveat to that performance on Saturday and also the nil-nil draw we saw against Nantwich about finding our feet this isn't our first 11 at the moment it's not going to be our first 11 for probably three or four more games because you know people are say are injured people are suspended and we know where we're about every club will know there or thereabouts how the season's going to sort of like start to play out about 15 games in you know so you're looking at uh, mid mid-October then you sort of like, right, okay, we can assess now. I would suggest still there's probably four or five players that'll come and go from this squad. Some are good enough, some aren't. Some just, and it's not disrespect, disrespect to them. It's just that you know sometimes it's difficult playing at a big club like this. But we also think as well that uh, Neil's going to change the formation today. A few people have said about Plan Bs and stuff like that. Well, today is is obviously he's starting with a Plan A, but ordinarily it would be a Plan say, B. Yeah, if everyone's following plan. that at home, that's great. Uh, but three at the back. Uh, Halls, Palinkas and uh, and Jones, Askew and uh, Clive Smith are the full-backs, uh, but they'll be playing wing-backs. And we also reckon there'll be two players up front in the guise of Jack Anderton, whose birthday it is, uh, happy birthday, and uh, Regan Linner. So, in there the, you uh, go. 3-5-2, three, 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 I mean, what he, what he would have done is he's looked at the opposition, he knows sort of like their strengths and their weaknesses, and he wants to exploit that by a 3-5-2, uh, what, I, what I want to see though today is with a 3-5-2 you've got a goalkeeper who's got to command his area and really work and Lavercom didn't do that on Saturday and he's approved today come out gather the ball win the ball get the ball out quick we don't need a slow lethargic game we need a fast tempoed game of football and we're about to kick off in about what four minutes yes uh, so uh, without further ado let's hand over to our expert commentary team to find out what happened this afternoon this is FC Live brought to you by constructivecoding.com and you lovely people the armchair army and this is FC United the Manchester against Radcliffe and it's now time to hand over to our expert commentary team of Swampe and Stato Paul corner ball right footed it'll be an outswing you'd expect Smith is the man they'll put a target. Oh, go Smith, and he gets the free header on there. FC clear the lines, but it was poor again from FC. The ball back into the penalty towards the back post. Another free header there. Oh, and you've got to say that should have been the opening goal of the game. And uh, initially it was uh, Smith, uh, ex FC United of Manchester, uh, who had the uh, first headed attempt. Adams now tries to get beyond one player. He does really well there. But uh, Murray is uh, a judge to uh, a penalty. Uh, brought down. The skipper Nicky Adams there, 
and you've got to say well it was a penalty it was very soft but it certainly was a penalty but it's because FC I mean we're, we're undoing ourselves here you would suggest 20 minutes in a goal is deserved for the uh, the visitors. visitors. So they've looked far, dom- far more dominant and far more dangerous and, and Navarro is going to take the kick well Navarro about five five yards off the, away from the ball he'll take a step up there now what can he do can he take the advantage and take the goal yes he does and it's uh, a well taken well taken goal and uh, a good penalty Halls wins it second ball Wollerton tries to head it he heads it straight to a a cream shirt and Walter this time nice little header down to Gribbin Gribbin plays a lovely ball in now here's opportunity this will be one all it is one all well 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 <laughs> and that man a rare moment mistake for the uh, visitors and FC United of Manchester find themselves one apiece here and it's that man Regan Linney and he had two players around him he went round the goalkeeper a similar goal to uh, the goal he scored on uh, on Saturday well is that is that what we need is there something there what great composure there Linney showed Navarro plays the ball inside Rugby just doesn't meet the first ball and FC Knight can come away with it it was uh, FC now left hand side here's an opportunity now it is a really good goal opportunity for Linney can he set himself great save by the goalkeeper he did set himself that time and uh, it was a very good save from Thomas Stewart and FC United of Manchester could have gone 2-1 up the ball on this near touchline now FC just got to keep composed the ball with Navarro Navarro plays a lovely ball in here's an opportunity now in the penalty area for the number 11 can he get it he shot away ball comes across and the substitute and number 11 I should say the substitute Navarro Rodriguez well basically ends up putting the ball into the back of the net from two yards out again dreadful defending from FC United of Manchester and now Murray he needs to get, get this ball into the penalty area it's not a bad ball that here's an opportunity can he get a shot away oh wonder save and I mean a world class save there from Thomas Stewart because that was an absolute wonder save and it would have been two apiece in the dying seconds of the game but as it stands it's Radcliffe FC that come away with all three points and you've got to say they deserve it there's no question about it FC United played in fits and starts in the second half but really not of the calibre and quality you you expect and uh, FC United and Manchester uh, find themselves back to back uh, defeats um, and well questions will be asked and uh, it's uh, Radcliffe's day so far and uh, congratulations to them much the better team than FC United for Manchester I've got no one else to blame by themselves but we were unlucky right at the end there it was a great great save there from Thomas Stewart I mean it was uh, Callum Gribbin he brought the ball down well and he shook he could shoot did really well but equally it was a great 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 save and uh, they don't they don't deserve anything out of the game FC to be honest I mean you know sometimes you go okay we've got a point out of it fine but you know if you're Radcliffe going over the point you're thinking what on earth have we done today to deserve not all three points their defence was resolute Richard Smith Oliver Thornley nullified most of the time uh, Jack Evans and uh, was allowed to get down the down the wing a lot and was really really good in that respect Nicky Adams captain performance you know top draw from start to finish of the game um, you know 
Luke Navarro looked good as well. You know, Luke Joyce. I mean, there wasn't a bad performance from a single player from uh, from Radcliffe, but S United had 85% of their 85% uh, of their players or our players not performing. And when you get when you've got that, you just uh, you can't. You're not going to win games of football. It's as simple as that. I mean, it is only a game of football. I know it would just seem like maybe the World Cup has just been won. I'm not quite sure. And I don't understand why the needle in rivalry is between Ratcliffe and FC. It just seems a little bit pantomime, a bit flickstoner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, I mean, when it comes to our best player, are we all in agreement? It was Jan Palinkas. Oh, Palinkas for me was. Uh, didn't really put a foot wrong, I don't think. Uh, I, I think him and Curtis Jones were the only two real players that really did did their jobs. And sometimes you need that in, a, in football, don't you? You need to be taught a lesson. You need to be taught. Listen, listen. See what it means. I'll be there now. I would be. I would be out of our players out listening to the Radcliffe supporters and the players well, I'm sure celebrating. They, I'm sure they could hear them. And epitomised by Richard Smith this afternoon, his performance. Just do everything simple. Work hard. Work hard. Do something simple and enjoy the game and make sure that no one is going to make a mug of you and that's what he did he did all game and they did that all game they had talent they had quality they had pace in, in the right positions um, but we've had two superb games two very poor games and a, 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 a game where against Nantwich we, we clearly were the better team and should have won and the goal was disallowed but we, we, we were decent on that night as well so but this is semi-professional football and this is what happens it's, it swings and roundabouts it's ups and downs you know you play well you don't play well do we go back to the fact Donahue, Griffiths Vincent big misses I mean we saw when Wallinson came on it did have had a bit of something and I don't he's not played since I think the Berry pre-season friendly um, so you know when we, when we get those four players back it's a different team isn't it no you're right I mean but you, 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 you're missing big big players and if you miss big big players you have to have the other players step up to the mark but they've not stepped up to the mark well as you say games come thick and fast and interviews come thick and faster <laughs> it's it's pretty hard to dissect and de decide what's the right thing to say Neil but uh, it's a lonely place it's football management when you're not winning games it is uh, it's tough and you know there wasn't in a, there wasn't in the game there was nothing in the game first half I didn't think we get, they get a penalty I thought second half you know, we rested a couple of bodies, we got a couple back in, I thought we were excellent, I thought we were on the front foot, I thought we were excellent, great goal. I'm not going to lie, so I'm not going to tell you exactly what I say in there, that 3-5-2, with two wing-backs pushing high, I can't hear it, but as I said, I'll have to find out, but there's mixed messages going on the pitch because we drop deep again, we don't need to drop deep, we're on the front foot, we drop Clive Smith in there to, to compensate Andy, you know, it's Curtis overloading on that side. And the lower average yard, the deeper you go, they're going to get a chance. Not that I think they deserve three points at all. I think, I think it's a point all day long. I wouldn't score at the end. But dead proud. You know, they're hurting in there. They are really hurting. And Saturday wasn't easy. Uh, today's, a, today's another tough one to take. But if you're going to allow yourself to drop as deep as we did with 10 minutes to go, which Europe is clearly not the instruction, they're going to get a chance. And that's what happened. It's about opinions, football, and I'll be honest with you, uh, in commentary, and you'll probably listen to the snipper visit back, and uh, no hiding, I thought, personally, and for me, the first half of this game was as bad as the second half of Saturday's game. Okay. I thought that the idea of having the two win-backs was yeah. the, the, the right thing to do, 
but unfortunately Evans and Fitzpatrick completely counteracted that mm. and didn't allow us to get any further forward we nullified him but we didn't get a grip we didn't we didn't get going in the first half I didn't I felt we were we were too cautious with Evans and Fitzpatrick and, and, and Josh Askew was too deep and Clive Smith were too deep changes are made you know I said at, at, at half time I said right guy whatever the centre half tells you to do dropper, you don't listen. You've got to get on that front foot now. You've got to get 20 yards away, let Jan Palinkas or, Clyde or Curtis Jones go man for man. I would take the game to him, and we did. We absolutely did. Second half, we took the game to him. There was a buzz, there was an excitement. Thought Wollaton brought that. We scored at a good time. But then we dropped again. We dropped into a five again, and, and I don't. there's no... There's, there's no reason for that. I, I don't mean, know if it's protecting themselves. I don't know if it's the worry of, you know, not winning at home. Uh, but you drop and, you know, your sides are going to punish you. Yeah, I mean, the first goal is obviously is a penalty. You've got uh, Murray ch- tracking back and you don't really want him in that position, but he's coming back and he's trying to help out. It's a penalty. We can't do anything yeah, about that. Penalty. And, uh, you know, I mean, but in the same token, I thought... Uh, penalty uh, Regan. Lin- Regan had, should have had a penalty. There was a couple of... Uh, we pointed out, I mean, for us, our man of the match, I mean, I'm interested what you think from an FC perspective. Who... who, 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 who did their job today and you were satisfied with and you thought had a decent Clive game Clive Smith that was excellent but Pulinkas was excellent Linny yeah. at the top end but we, we've given Pulinkas man of the match because mm. I thought he was he was calm he didn't panic and he never gave the ball away I think the problem we see, what we seem to have in that game is we were giving the ball away I mean the goal mm. itself the, the, the second goal I mean you've got to be majorly disappointed with that because we've gone from not being in the game that much getting what we consider a lifeline thinking you know it was one apiece Linney then goes up the left hand side and a good save from the goalkeeper and we look like we've got a little bit of impetus there and we drop deep we should have cleared it about three or four times and a two yard tapping I mean that's got to be that's got to hurt that's got to hurt he's killing me it's a a pathetic goal to give away you know and that's so what I was trying to say Saturday, you've got to be careful why you say it because I know a lot of people misconstrue it, but when I say players, that, that's information on the pitch that's being relayed. Are we dropping deep? Are we getting an extra cover on? Are we allowing the fullback to, to get high and wide in the crossing? That's where your, your voice is like screaming people to get out. Again. You can see us on the sideline. We're trying to try our best to, to get a high line, but it's a, it's, it's a natural is it a natural reaction? I don't know. It's a natural reaction to, to maybe some of them, but we've got to we've got to get it out of them. You know, is, is the pairing right? With Halls and, and CJ, we're not sure. Pelinkas has done great again. Do we flip to our four on Saturday? You know, do we do we change the Halls and CJ and bring in Pelinkas maybe? You know, do we give another another dimension in the, in the, in the wide areas? Yeah, we'll have Donahue back Saturday and we'll have Woolerton. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it'll give us more of a attacking threat. Uh, but I think Palinkas has probably proved, proved, proved his, uh, his worth today. That's why we brought him back to the club. He's, he's been excellent. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lonely place. I remember, you know, Ashton. I think they won one in the first ten last year. And exactly, yeah. He was down down and out. And then, you know, come good. And you know, I'm not saying I'm down and out. I'm, I'm fed up. not like losing football games. You know, if it's on me, I'll, I'll, always, I'll always take that. And, you know, it's an easy one. But I think today, second half, especially after Saturday, we'll give a good account of ourselves. Uh, Soaring glimpses, what Wollaton will bring. Yeah, uh, yeah, he, he was, he was, he was, you know, he was a bright spot when it came out. I mean, again, you, you're the manager, we're the supporters, obviously, and we we see things, you see things. I think we've seen here today again, maybe a glimpse of maybe two or three players that aren't quite up to the standards no. of yet. I mean, and that's that's just it's no disrespect to them. It's just a fact that I side them, and I, yeah. and I know they'll be good players, and I'm not sticky by it for the sake of sticky by it. 
you know, he's young Jack Anderton, who's absolutely ripped up the Northwest Counties. He realised he's playing against big physical brutes now at centre half, and you know, I know he's in the gym every day trying to beef himself up. He's got the tricks. He might have to go out on loan. But as a player there, you know, as a player, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna. But he's hungry, isn't he? Yeah, he's hungry. He's hungry. You, you know, can I, see. I look at you know, listen. I look across it. You know, Murray stepped up from ABA. He probably has more time at ABA, and he's getting snapped into tackles. But he's he's adjusting. I think when we get that experienced centre midfielder alongside him, you know, with Vincent and maybe Griffiths, then you know, he look a different animal. You know, Donahue back in there. I'm not trying to make excuses or justify my job or whatever it is. It's just facts at the minute, and, and we're missing key players. And I know how to build sides, and I think this side we're very good when we get when everyone back at it. Uh, but it's just tweaking it now, you know. In fact, if, if, you only have to look at, you know, maybe an Andy Halls. He steps down from the National League to here. There's no difference in leagues. It's a, it's a really, really good standard. If not, top six sides are just as good, if not better. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's not a case if you can take your foot off the gas. It's, it's, it's hard league, uh, and we've got, to, we've got to step up. And hopefully when we, when we come up against the, the better footballing sides, this is when we'll be, you know, better as well. You know, in the South Shields and stuff, that's when we seem to be our own. But if, we, if we're still that vulnerable, and we still look like we're going to concede, then you know we're going to be in trouble. But I'm, 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 listen, there's a long way to go. We've, we've we were like you say, two points off top of the league on Saturday at half time. And exactly. Now, yeah. Now we find ourselves back to back defeats. Uh, so listen, it's, it's, it's an apology. I'll always apologise for, for for getting beat. Uh, I genuinely thought we were going to win the second half. I thought it was two one written all over it. But not to be. Of wings of steel. I'll take the criticism. You know we'll get in training this week. We'll try and put the uh, the wrongs right. Hopefully, get a couple more bodies back for, for Saturday, and then we go into you know we go into a huge huge weekend for the football club because everyone wants to do well in the FA Cup, and you know we're no different. You know, but with that, there's pressure. You know, because we're on the we're on the back of you know not winning for three games into the FA Cup. You don't win that one. There's there's big pressure on your shoulder. So mm-hmm. lads have got to lads have got to step up. We've got to step up. We've got to keep learning, uh, keep trying to find a way. We'll watch Witten. Uh, we'll do we'll do our own work on them, and then get ready for Saturday. FC Live there from Bank Holiday Monday. As discussed there, FC United will return to action this Saturday with an away tie at Witten Albion in the first qualifying round of the FA Cup. Kick-off at Wincham Park this Saturday will be at 3pm, but remember if you cannot make the game in person, then have no fear, the FC Live team are here. They'll be going to air live on Saturday from 2.30pm on fc-radio.co.uk. While on Sunday, the women's team are back in action as the Reds travel south to take on West Didsbury and Chalton at Brookburn Road. Kick-off on Sunday will be at 2pm and we'll also have live commentary on FC Radio for that game as well. Well, that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio. Officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.